Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinny Wiley. This week, Namani Nandolo says he's ready for his Super Rugby return. Former All Whites coach Ricky Herbert links up with Papua New Guinea and successful Oceania's young tennis stars. But first, the chief executive officer of the Papua New Guinea Rugby Football League has quit, saying he's been the target of a constant and malicious campaign against him, including death threats against him and his family. Brad Tassel says a continual campaign to slur, undermine and tarnish his image has got to a point where he simply cannot and does not want to do the job anymore. Tassel says administrators of the social media site Worldwide PNG Rugby League News have been the main instigator in waging a malicious campaign against himself, the Papua New Guinea Rugby Football League, PNG Hunters and individual staff. He says former and current administrators were also involved in trying to destroy the PNG RFL and have him removed, and he has sought legal advice. PNG Rugby League chairman Sanders Sarkis says it's a sad day for him and the board. He says they did not want Tassel to leave, but he's made up his mind and that his health and family comes first. Meanwhile, the PNG Hunters thrashed South Slogan Magpies 40 points to 18 to get their Queensland Cup Rugby League season off to a winning start at the weekend. The Hunters are back home in Kokopo this weekend, hosting the Redcliffe Dolphins. Flying Fijians winger Namani Nandolo says he's ready to return to Super Rugby and help the Crusaders snap their winless start to the season. Nandolo was a revelation in the Crusaders' surge to the Super Rugby final last season, scoring 12 tries in 15 games. The 27-year-olds played two matches for the Crusaders' development side since returning from Japan a month ago and says he's ready to go. Oh, definitely. I wouldn't say no. You know, it's something I'm um, looking forward to playing. Um, I've been uh, had a few weeks with uh, fitness and obviously a few games in the Reggies. And um, yeah, looking forward to, you know, if given the opportunity, um, get a crack next week against the Lions. What was your sort of fitness situation when you got back? Because obviously uh, the Crusaders had started their season and I guess you finished your season a bit earlier in Japan. Were, are you sort of at, at the peak? Are you in the middle of sort of game time or is it sort of the end of Japan season so you're feeling a bit lethargic maybe? Yeah, definitely. Well, I've played um, back-to-back to back seasons. So, you know, obviously the body's going to take its toll and um, probably not uh, when I first came at, at where I wanted to be. Um, but, you know, with the help of the trainers and stuff, I'm, I'm getting to getting to where I want to be. Um, so, you know, with obviously training week in, week out and then um, playing, um, it's going to help. But you're never going to be as fit as you are when you, you miss a pre-season and, and obviously playing back-to-back seasons. Last week, I guess, you sneaked in under the radar. Uh, you know, people perhaps knew who you were, but you didn't come with this huge reputation. And obviously you made your mark with the team last season and you guys had that run through to the final. And I think you got nominated for player of the season, so um, is, it, is it a different feeling coming into the team, knowing your teammates well now, or uh, maybe with a bit of expectation on your shoulders too? Mate, yeah, yeah, um, last week sort of unknown quantity last year uh, as a player, and um, you know, knowing you know, this year, um, with a bit of rip on my back, I've got to you know, make sure I work just as hard, And um, but no, I mean coming back into the team um, was just the same as what it was when I first came in, you know, the boys were pretty cool about it, so um, but yeah, mate, most important thing is I'm happy to be back, and the boys have taken me back in, which is good. 
and uh, you know talking to Kieran, he's obviously keen to get, to get in that uh, red and black jersey again as well. It's been a, a tough start, I guess, for the Crusaders. Uh, so everyone's sort of keen to try and get in and help out and uh, you know get things back on track. Yeah, mate, exactly. You know, we've, I, I didn't know about the Crusaders being late starters until I came, and you know, it's sort of second year again where we're sort of late starters but it's not being on the sideline and, and watching your team play and, and obviously losing and winning and having a bit of a patchy start it, it is frustrating and um, you know you want to be out there so hopefully you know I've done enough as a player to, to hopefully get a crack next week against the uh, Lions right. so you feel ready now you feel 100 or, or good enough to get on that field oh mate definitely good enough to play play at the level that that's needed so um, mate happy days and yeah um, I'm ready you know, I'm confident within. And obviously you talked about back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. It's a massive year for a lot of these players, yourself included. A World Cup coming up thick and fast for the Flying Fijians. Uh, you know, is that something in the back of your mind as well? Oh, exactly. I mean, it's always going to play in the back of, your, uh, of the players' minds, you know, if, you know, with international duties and stuff. And, but look, I've got to first play well for the Crusaders and, and, and you know, get on the field. And, um, you know, if I do that well, then I guess Fiji will take care of itself. But, yeah, like you said, it's always going to be in the back of players' heads. And it's just the way we, you know, we go about it. We're professionals now, so we've got to make sure that our bodies, you know, fit and ready to run and do the right things. That's the Crusaders and Fiji rugby playing Amani Nandolo. The Women's World 7 Series resumes this weekend in Atlanta in the US, with Fiji looking to add further silverware to their trophy cabinet. The Fijiana won the bowl title in Sao Paulo and are eighth on the overall standings after two rounds. But head coach Elisa Tanavula says he's had some discipline issues to deal with as he prepares the team for this weekend. We had some discipline issues uh, the last time in Brazil, and so we had to take a hard stand and uh, drop a couple of the senior players. Things all sorted, and uh, you know, all desperate uh, back at training, and uh, you know, looking forward to Atlanta. So when you say drop players, do you mean you dropped them in Brazil, or you've dropped them for this tournament? Before we went to Brazil, we had to drop a couple of senior players uh, due to some discipline uh, issues. And uh, yeah, it was good when we came back to prepare for Atlanta. We could see the the change in uh, in the attitude and uh, you know desperation in training. Uh, so it's, uh, it was good to see that. Are they back in this squad? Are they? Yeah. And I mean, obviously, this is your first season full time on the World Series. Um, this is your third tournament. It must be nice to you know when you have an event like Brazil or you have the the first up event uh, to be able to know that you've got one coming up again to improve on or to maybe try and right some wrongs or maybe um, you did well and you can uh, build on that. It must be nice to know that you've always got that tournament coming up around the corner. Yes, uh, definitely. You know, uh, I guess for us it's, 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 it's sort of a new thing uh, getting into the series. But the girls are embracing it and you know the experience uh, playing uh, international teams, uh, you know, pretty much every month uh, and getting up against some of the top players and. Uh, you know, we're matching ourselves with them and, uh, you know, you know this uh, small improvement, uh, but I guess we've got a long way to go. What, what is your sort of target uh, at the moment? Uh, I think in the first tournament you came sixth. You won, uh, I think you won one of the uh, pieces of silverware last time, a bit further down the, the picking order. I think you came ninth. Um, do, you, do you see yourself as a team that can start to make the quarterfinals on a regular basis or does it sort of uh, just depend how the draw pans out these days? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, it's always good to get in the top eight. Uh, you know, as we did in the in Dubai, we did get into the top six, and we sort of dropped off uh, to eight uh, after Brazil. And uh, you know, they chose the the ability that's in the team, and I hope we can step up this time in Atlanta and try and get back to the you know top six. Uh, if uh, better than six, uh, it would be great. Because uh, the women is it the same as the men that the top four overall get automatic Olympic qualification? Yes, they do. Yep. That's obviously quite a challenge, but uh, if you if you don't make that, 
there will be an Oceania qualifying tournament which you could still get to Rio from? Yes, uh, if we miss the top four, then we've got the South Pacific Games uh, in July where we can still uh, you know, claim a spot. Uh, then if not, then we've got the drift charge round after all the qualification and hopefully you know, uh, we get in uh, either way. So the Pacific Games in Moresby, that's an Olympic qualification event? Yes. Okay. And I guess, you know, you're the only uh, Oceania team outside of Australia and New Zealand, aren't you, that's uh, competing uh, regularly on the World Series, so you'd be in a pretty, yeah. good, pretty good position in that sense. It's a good part of it. Uh, you know, we're taking part against the, the best in the world, and, uh, you know, we'll get, we'll get yourselves, and if we don't get in, then hopefully we'll, uh, you know, uh, use SPG to get us in. What are you hoping to see from your team in Atlanta? You guys always seem to get stuck with uh, Australia in your pool group, so that's... Obviously a tough game, but uh, always good to have that challenge and, and play against one of the best, I guess. France and Spain also in your group. What are you expecting from the girls? I guess no easy uh, team in the, in the series now. Uh, you know, Spain, we played them in the bowls final in Brazil. And of course, we've got uh, France and Australia. And Australia has been uh, you know, our biggest hurdle at the moment. And it's good. Uh, you know, we played a few times. And the girls are you know, loving the challenge. And if we can you know, keep improving as we go on, uh, it'll be good. And uh, of course, France... They're two well-drilled teams, so, you know, they're nothing away from them, but it's a challenge for us to get up and uh, try to knock them over. OK. W- w- was anyone unavailable for this tournament, Elisa? Yes, all good to go, uh, you know, but disappointed to miss another two of my senior players between, you know, uh, off-field, off-field issues, discipline, and I guess, you know, we just got to take a fair deal with the girls, and, uh, you know, uh, that was a, good, a call, I guess, and, you know, we just got to abide by them, and, you know, get on with the game and have course life. So you had the two that missed out on Brazil and they're now back in the team but you've got another two that aren't yeah, going. Uh, yeah, like another two have missed out now so you know you sort of have a couple of the players come in and another two going out uh, due to disciplinary reasons. Uh, just uh, off-field uh, discipline. No? Do you think the message is getting through to the players though? Obviously if you're going yes, fir- to yeah, be firm yeah, like this and, and leave them out they'll, they'll get the idea pretty quickly? Yes, and that's another thing you've got to be fair to the whole squad. You know, they've seen happen to a couple of senior players, so I, I don't see why, you know, why not, uh, you know, have the discipline right across the board and just uh, deal with it fairly. And I guess we've done that and hopefully we'll get the message across. That's the Fiji women's sevens coach, Elisa Tanivula. The former All-Whites football coach Ricky Herbert has been appointed coach of the Papua New Guinea Under-23 squad, which will contest the Pacific Games in July. Herbert was a member of the New Zealand team which qualified for the 1982 World Cup and he coached his country to the 2010 tournament in South Africa where they remained unbeaten in the group stage. He's the latest in a string of high-profile coaches to work in PNG football including Frank Farina, Winton Rufa and the current women's head coach Gary Phillips. PNG football technical director Taku Niibo says that they've been lucky to recruit experienced high-profile coaches in recent years and with that comes more pressure for results. Farina on board and we were able to work together and uh, put some structure in place and um, I guess to, uh, the process started there and then and, um, after uh, Frank Farina we had other profile coaches coming on board and I guess because of the fact that um, as a president of OFC and vice president of FIFA and our president Mr. Chun was able to, to go on his way and together with uh, the assistant of technical um, staff at OFC we were able to work together and bring some of those uh, high-profile coaches on board. We obviously know that uh, these high-profile coaches and um, they have, do have some understanding of uh, what football like uh, in the island countries and 
hence we are happy to have them on board to be able to work with us. You know, presumably you have to pay a little bit more money to get a coach of this calibre, uh, and, and finances are always tight. Does it raise the expectations of what you expect uh, them to achieve in the roles? Oh, certainly. Um, obviously, they, they, they come at a, a cost, and uh, which uh, we are grateful to Papua New Guinea Olympic Committee, which very much assists with uh, a lot of uh, the finance side of it. To be able, and obviously, the assistance from uh, the national government, we are able to, you know, lure uh, cali- uh, high-caliber coaches like uh, Rick Ebbett and uh, Gary to, to to be working with our national team. So, for someone like Ricky Herbert, he uh, is contracted to coach the under-23 team up until the Pacific Games in July. Is is there a prospect that he might stay on after that, or will he have any involvement with the senior PNG men's team? In fact, uh, we are very much well aware that our women's team are current Pacific gold medalists in the last Pacific Games and we are positive about them and the Pacific Games also is the qualifier for the next stage of the Olympics for the Oceania region and we are positive that girls will make it through and we would like to continue working with Gary as much as possible to take the girls to the next stage of the Olympic qualification. We are also at the stage through the president, um, Mr. Chun, vying for a chance of um, hosting the Under-20 World Cup. Yeah, and uh, again, there's an opportunity for Gary to continue, if possible, to work with our Under-20 girls if we win the bid to host uh, the Under-20 uh, World Cup here in Papua New Guinea in 2016. And what about Ricky? Is he? Is there a chance of him staying on with involvement with the men's team post-Pacific Games? Currently, I understand that his involvement is uh, basically until to, uh, the Pacific Games, and Anything can happen here, basically, and I'm pretty sure um, the team is ready to to face any country that comes um, uh, for the Pacific Games, and uh, that's uh, basically another thing that we will be able to discuss with uh, the ex-com members and uh, make decisions from there on. What message would uh, PNG Football have for local coaches? Obviously, you've gone overseas and you've got some uh, very experienced uh, people employed now with the men's and women's teams. Uh, None of the head coaches in are local. Uh, so what would you say to local coaches that feel that maybe it's, it's hard to get those roles at the moment? How, how can a local coach get one of those roles again? It's very much um, more in capacity building for many of the local coaches. And um, we've started um, with a lot of programs in terms of our coach education. And uh, I'm pretty sure that um, we are in the next stage of our development. And um, with the high-profile coaches on board, most of the local coaches are working together with them and um, learning as much as possible and to develop their skills. And in the next few years, local co- you will be seeing local coaches uh, taking over the responsibility of uh, coaching the national teams. That's the PNG Football Technical Director, Taku Naibo. Fiji netball coach Kate Carpenter says despite not winning a match, last month's Australasian tour was invaluable preparation for the upcoming Pacific Games and World Cup. The Pearls played two matches against the Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic and one against the Melbourne Vixens ANZ Championship sides, as well as games against the Magic and Victoria Development teams. Kate Carpenter says to be able to tour so soon after the Oceania series against New Zealand and Samoa was ideal. We found that all the players sort of stepped up again um, and we used some different players so they had exposure and experience and got to understand what the expectation was. But to play ANZ teams for the first time too, that was Really exciting. And those ANZ teams, the Magic and Vixens, were of course on the cusp of starting their seasons, which uh, happened at the weekend. So that would have uh, had them, you know, reasonably match ready. 
both teams were successful in the weekend as well. So we'd like to think that it was a, a really useful opportunity for them to train as well. And just obviously because we're a different side. But yeah, again, just uh, we did a team review last night. But just you know, some things that came up again were around conditioning, the intensity, the skill, and the ability of the side, the depth that the sides have, and and just all the other things too around touring, um, fatigue factor, a lot of travelling in buses. You know, a lot of the girls were cold, even in a Australian New Zealand summer. So that's really important, given we're going to be in the middle of winter in Australia. So all of those things really so and so we're just learning and getting better as a group. So where would you say the Pearls team is now as opposed to where they were at the end of the Oceania series? Are you, are you seeing progress? Are there still some you know, mistakes that are the same that are still there? Or? There is, so different things. I think there are some particular a style of play or some things that we're working on, so we're getting better in that regard. There's also some things that creep in that are things that perhaps work here at home, um, perhaps work in, in club matches, but against international athletes or professional athletes or the, the calibre of the A&Z sites, they don't so much. So, you know, we've got to, um, perhaps some of our players, too high risk or too predictable. And obviously we're playing around perhaps with some combinations, um, perhaps more settled in defence, but soon we'll need to sort of consolidate and decide um, who's best with who and, and, and just work on those. What importance did you place on, on, on the results? I understand a lot of the uh, wider players got a chance. You had a couple of players in Australia and New Zealand that joined you for those legs on tour and they got a run as well. So, I mean, how important were results? This was a training tour and in our mind it was really important to see athletes actually out on court and so give them some opportunities. They either stepped up or they didn't or, or they just need some more learning. So at this point that's more important. I mean, obviously though we are always mindful of outcome as well. We perhaps put the younger players on or the less experienced on against the development side and, and put the more experienced athlete or rather in combination um, with the less experienced against Magic and Vixens. We have another training opportunity with Singapore and Papua New Guinea coming up soon, which are non-rankings, but obviously then the next is Pacific Games and um, where outcome counts. So we're, we're just trying to... Um, uh, again, build to that um, and understand what all our roles are, those sorts of things. Okay, so when would that PNG Singapore stuff happen? That's happening towards the end of April, so across the 17th to the 22nd. The entire Pearl squad will be participating as two teams um, and against Papua New Guinea and Singapore. Those are non-ranking matches, so it just gives another opportunity to see the girls against international sides not as strong obviously as what we've been playing against but still uh, to be able to see everyone on court and and give everyone more court exposure or more court time and then we can make some judgments about what we need uh, for the for the competitions that follow that's the fiji netball coach kate carpenter The Pacific Oceania tennis team have won the Junior Fed Cup pre-qualifying event in Malaysia after beating Sri Lanka in the final. The team of Mulan Kamoi from Fiji, Tammy Ackerman from the Northern Mariana Islands and Ayana Rengil from Palau won 14 of 15 matches, including three love sweeps in both the semi-finals and final en route to the title. The team will now head to Australia for the final Asian qualifying event. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.